Good evening for episode two of Tech Talk and all of the tea. Right now, what I'm drinking is um, some nighttime relaxation tea. Hold on, give me one second here. All right, I wanted to get the actual name of the tea. That'll be a cool uh, addition to let you guys know what I'm actually uh, I'm drinking here. It'll be a simple truth organic. All right, it's a nighttime relaxation tea, turbo uh, tea supplement, passion fruit. Um, chamomile and hops, whatever that even means. Um, I'm not really, I'm starting to get into the tea game. And when I'm thinking about these podcasts, right, these episodes for the, all of the tea um, is uh, kind of just like unwinding for my day. Right now I'm going to drink this tea and just head off to bed. And, uh, and, and the topic of this podcast is the pandemic, right? Prepping for it. What am I doing? How am I keeping busy? So one of the blog posts that I'm going to be preparing here for the itblog.info. I'm going to check it out. I have a few uh, posts already for the CCNA. Is actually at the, in conjunction of because uh, the whole the whole purpose of the IT blog is for technical reviews, real world, whether it's certifications, uh, my experience as a um, system admin, network administrator, IT administrator, as a manager, director, architect. All of these experiences I'll be discussing either in my podcasts, my uh, uh, any other social media. A site that I have, right? Instagram, uh, Twitter, um, things of that nature, Facebook. So one of the blog posts that I'm preparing here is my CCMP um, Encore 350-401. Uh, and I'll be covering chapter one through uh, four here. And probably by the end of this week, I'll have that post posted on my website. Now, uh, one of the ways I'm keeping busy, definitely, is um, spending about an hour, an hour and a half each day um, reading a chapter, going through uh, flashcards, which by the end of, I'm thinking by the end of, um, what month are we in, Jennifer? March, April, May. By the end of May, I should have the book completed and with my flashcards um, with notes as well. So what I'm thinking is, once, I, once I'm ready for the test and pass the test, I will start selling my uh, flashcards, right? Um, what I would, my notes from the actual book and what I would study, right? Once you finish reading the book, there's no replacement for the actual book. Uh, for the CCMP and CCIE Enterprise Core book from Cisco Press. However, um, these flashcards will be able to save you time and um, what exactly what I've studied directly to help me support getting the CCMP. So I won't sell those obviously until I successfully pass the CCMP because I have to fine tune whether the flashcards worked or not, right? My method of approach. Um, but the, the blog post would actually cover um, a review for you. So if you read... Uh, 
if you're reading this book and you want a different perspective to help you understand certain things and what, what I would highlight, what I took as what you should learn and you know my interpretation of it uh, to help you. Because um, sometimes I'm, I'm curious as to how when I'm reading something, I'm like, well, I don't understand this. What's going on? Like I want to search for somebody's uh, perspective of it. Right. Um, I want somebody to be able to search up. Uh, SNTP, CCMP topics, and then find my blog post, right? So um, th- that's what I'm kind of aiming, the target audience there. Someone's preparing for CCMP and wants a uh, quick note of how um, blog posts and discuss them one through four and how this book actually interprets it, what does it mean, and uh, and how to prepare for the test. So that's that's what I'm writing up on this blog, my, my experience through the CCMP and documenting my path to it now that's one way of keeping busy uh, another way is uh, today I actually was watching our um, team tactics team fight tactics tournament and uh, we were uh, for, for uh, HyperX Arena and uh, Allied Esports and we were doing online tournaments and what we were doing is uh, I was watching uh, through Twitch I was like, you know what? I wonder. I have a webcam. What has to do with live streaming, right? Just discussing my day and uh, as an IT professional and kind of uh, my history and just all that kind of the same, pretty much content, my technical reviews and stuff like that, and just my experience in the IT world. Um, and just start doing a podcast each day, um, maybe a couple of days, a couple of day, once a once a week or once a couple of days, something like that, twice a week. Who knows? Um, but I'm like, yeah, and you know what? So my uh, my technicians uh, that work for me at the arena, they're in quarantine as well, right? So it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe I can get them on. <laughs> so I'm probably gonna get them on here um, here soon. I think by the end of the week. So what I did was I actually created a Twitch channel, the IT blog underscore Twitch. Um, I think that's, no, I think it's the actual name of the Twitch channel is twitch.tv forward slash the IT blog dot info and dot info is actually spelled out. So the IT blog dot info and the YouTube channel is, um, the IT blog. So, uh, so yeah, so those are the new channels that I just posted up, um, just built about today. Uh, nothing's on there yet so I'm probably gonna be doing more interviewish visual co- podcast the same kind of con the same content that I'm doing here but I'm I'm be doing more of a uh, um, visual type of experience in the uh, on YouTube I'm not I'm not sure exactly the length I'm looking for yet I think streaming will be on twitch YouTube will be 10 to 15 minute clips. So just kind of playing around with that. And I'm thinking the YouTube would be, well, maybe Twitch be the interviews with uh, my technicians, right? Uh, kind of live streaming that. And then uh, do on my YouTube channel would be actually edited video, uh, videos of what I'm doing, either 
uh, do a Cisco lab, kind of ex uh, experiment some things or uh, practice some Linux stuff. And those are touching more. And, and what's funny too is that some of this networking stuff, it's actually more fun doing it. Uh, uh, it's actually more fun being a system administrator for some of this content for YouTube because it's a, uh, it's not, I don't want to say that networking is, is boring because it isn't, <laughs> uh, it's most, uh, I don't know, it's most intense, my opinion, it's just a big adrenaline thing when, when things are just fucking, nothing's up and everyone's just staring at you to fix it, right? But it's it's boring in my opinion when creating content because it's all the question based. I mean, if you look at Jeremy Chara and and uh, and I forgot the other guy's name, and I I kind of feel real bad right now just because uh, I can look it up. Just because he's actually really good, he's a really really smart guy. He's he's very monotone though. Uh, and I know he's trying to. Uh, relate at some way um but he's just very uh but he's just puts out on twitter he puts out a lot of uh good content regarding like questions right posting questions and stuff but even then even them right uh they Let's see if i can get this guy's information Bold or Bolin? Fuck. This guy's name. Let's see. Right now I'm scrolling through uh, Jimmy Charles. Um, Twitter. And let's see if I can find him. Shara. Shara? Jimmy Chara? Now I'm in Network Chuck. I mean, even Network Chuck, right? Network Chuck is very interesting too because he he just gives. He never really puts out labs, right? He he's more of a um, giving you kind of the news, right? Um, and it's it's very hard. It's very hard making content for networking. Uh, so there, David Bomble. So he he's smart. He's a very smart guy. Um, but even his content, like um, three days ago, which command deletes a file, uh, and then gives you acts, you know, A through D, and he gives you options, right? Um, what is deployed when you press enter, and it's like a screenshot, right? Um. Some of this stuff, it's just very, it's all, and it's a screenshot of a, of a lab, right? Of a virtual environment. And, and, and that's cool and all, but is there something about a, something in a live terminal with real, even if it's not real, like VM and you're destroying the VM or you're hacking it or you're changing a file path or you're setting up a DHCP server. So now I'm actually talking about it out loud. I'm actually thinking about doing that. Um, I'm actually going to do that. Uh, it sounds real cool. Now I have a server. I can actively show you security. Like a simple interview question that is always comes up is a, 
file security structure and how to share it and where the common issues you get. Actually, I can actually show you that. Uh, and the reason I know it works, right? Because I get asked during interviews and they're actually impressed when I give that answer. Like, oh, this is the most common thing. This is when you share it. And there's a, uh, the, the issue you get with this is because of the permission of security, whatever. And then one of the common things is, okay, well, if you're trying to investigate a file that's located in a different user, how would you approach on obtaining that file? Well, for me, I would obtain ownership of the file itself, of the root folder, log in and get navigate into it, and then take permissions as I needed and pull files from it, right? That's a proper way of doing it. Uh, things like that I can show you build file structures in Linux and in Windows, all of those things. Um, so that's fun, right? Because you physically see it. it. You can see it as it's happening. It's not a virtual environment. Even if you have a, um, uh, I guess what I can do, now I'm kind of interested now, is, is do a setup where you can physically see the boxes that I have. Like I have a Sonic while I'm looking at Sonic while I'm looking at ASA Cisco, uh, Cisco eighteen hundred series, very old series. Maybe I can purchase some stuff on eBay, and then post it up, and then you can get a shot of me actually plugging into the devices and creating trunks, and then setting up networks that way, right? Uh, but in very limited as well, right? You're just uh, set up can be equally set up on a uh, packet tracer or GNS three. Um, so I, I'm going to play with the idea of it. Um, the whole purpose of that would be to physically show you what you have to experience. You need a console cable. And then what's the real world look like when you're configuring something like that? What does it look like? How long does it take? Um, when you get a device and you're looking for a certain serial port, you don't have the, the serial port that comes with it. Um, you log into a Cisco SG300 what you normally would run into an enterprise environment, I mean, a, a small business to medium-sized company, and you don't get any catalysts. You don't get catalysts until you get really big budgets, really big budgets. Um, with this new arenas, I didn't go with catalysts. I didn't go with Cisco. I designed the, the network and it with uh, Fortinet routers. I mean, Fortinet routers, Fortinet firewalls and switches, right? Much smaller budget. We couldn't do any Cisco's. Just on the Cisco switches alone, it was $300,000. Couldn't do it. And it was older equipment. So it's kind of like what I'm thinking about doing. We'll see what ends up happening when the YouTube, uh, on the YouTube channel on Twitch is pretty easy stream, right? So I might even switch, uh, do, do recordings right on here and get it on, on Twitch and just podcast stuff. We'll see what ended up happening. But for me, kind of my creative juices are just like flowing with ideas on how to um, take up my time. Right? I want to maximize opportunity. Uh, actually uh, slow down my drinking almost completely to actually clear my thoughts because usually I'm working, you know, 13 hour shifts, 12 hour shifts. I come home and then, you know, I don't have any days off or one day off. And come home, I just want to relax. So I'll pop up in a beer, play some video games, hang out with my girlfriend, and go to sleep. That's pretty much my day. I wake up, work, eat breakfast, go to work, um, come back. I leave like at 9, 8 o'clock. Uh, come back at 9, 10 o'clock, sometimes 11. Uh, go to sleep. Like I said, crack open a beer, play some video games, then go to sleep. Uh... So, do it all over again. 
Um, and I can do that, right? It's not a complaint. I love my job. I love what I do. But now that I have all this free time, it's just like, I kind of want to do something. So I'm not drinking at all. I'm hopping on this tea game thing. Uh, today is the first time I had two cups of coffee. And, uh, and yeah, I did that Twitch account. Um, I bought myself a selfie light, right? So that way it's 30 bucks real cheap. Um, once I get it in and test it out, I'll, I'll post it up. It'll probably be my first uh, video up that I post up. Just kind of shout it out, put the link in the description or something. Um, but that's pretty much how I'm taking up my time. And I'll uh, spend a lot of time with my girlfriend where she's doing her social media thing too. She's doing um, remote workouts, right? Uh, training and stuff like that because she's a personal trainer now. So that's fun watching her experience that and do that. Um, but for me, I'm actually hoping, I'm actually really optimistic that I can knock out this exam, uh, the CCMP cert, at least the first exam um, within a few months. We'll see how this uh, pandemic goes. But I'm not as worried at all about what's going to happen. Um, I feel like our economy is going to bounce back. Um, I mean, it has to, right? I mean, the, the way I'm seeing how everything is going, everyone's helping each other, using social media to spread the word and help each other out. People are donating things. Like I saw a post on Twitter. A, a tattoo artist. Was posting. I mean posted. a The fact that she's donating. All of her masks and gloves. To. Uh, the hospital. Nearby hospital. And that's interesting to me. Because she's literally giving up her livelihood. For support of a. Uh, a healthcare worker who's helping treat um, sick individuals. And I, I just feel like this country in itself is so wealthy, or maybe that's the wrong word, so um, blessed that we aren't in a state of. Um, so with, with encouragement of social media, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people in this country that are kind of just like, fuck my neighbor, right? But uh, my, like a good amount highlights good, positive people. And when when it comes to situations like that, I think you watch somebody else give and they give and they give and they give. So it makes it easier for you to give because you, then you're the asshole who doesn't give. <laughs> so... Um, I think with that attitude moving forward that everyone's kind of just fucked, uh, they'll help each other out and we'll eventually go back to the economy. I think it won't be the same. Um, I think that it'll take a while for us to bounce back completely. Um, but I think the bounce back would be even higher, right? I think that. Um, people are buying right now. People, I think, people who saved are buying, playing deep, uh, playing offense right now. That weren't buying before, they're buying now. Um, 
I honestly didn't think that it was this was gonna happen this early. I was hoping that something like this occurred, like a little slight recession happens within the next three years, and I'll be ready by then. But it happened sooner, so I wasn't ready. Unfortunately, I'm still paying off my stuff. But um, yeah, it's it's um, it's um, it's interesting, right? But but our economy thing is, it wasn't people. I actually don't even know what the the outcome of it will be when it comes to how does it affect the the market and how people buy and stuff. Because people, the only reason people don't have jobs is because of a inability to show up to work, not because people don't have the money to pay. So I think what's happening is that it gives opportunities for companies to restructure. Uh, which people will lose potentially lose jobs or the job other companies that increase work because they're adjusting and, and all of that those people go to get those jobs and it frees up and then it improves other companies and and, and I think that's where what we're going with right um, I think I don't I don't think our economy in the next two three years, I think we got lucky that the virus happened now because it's a early dip, but then it's going to come back up. And how are you going to take advantage of it? For me, I would suggest start writing, um, take out a notebook, write notes, just think about stuff. Take 30 minutes. Well, not even that. Take five minutes. Start with five minutes. And just start writing notes and then put it down, leave it next day, write a note, leave it. Can't you let your fluids do audibles, read a book, self-development. Take this as an opportunity to recharge. Um, I know a lot of people may be suffering for financial stuff. Um, I'm not too worried about that. Of course, I'm not laid off yet. But the reason I'm not too worried about it. Is because I feel like landlords, if I would go to my landlord and say, and I live in an apartment complex, so uh, it's not like a person I can develop a personal relationship to. So put, paint that picture, right? It's just like an office where a bunch of people go and they're like, you know, 200 people or, or more, probably more tenants here, actually. I'm not sure. Uh, but all of them go and say the same thing, right? So because of that, I feel that those landlords will actually give lenience because the power of the majority are the fact that we cannot pay. I, I guarantee that majority of my uh, apartment complex is out of work and will be out of work within um, two or three weeks. By the time I feel like when I finally get laid off, I think majority of the tenants will be out of um, work. Right, and the power of the majority will say, "Hey, you need to cut us a break, because if you cut us out and we've been paying your rent, no one will be able to move back in, because no one else is working, because it's power. It's it's just the way the economy is right now. No one is working, and if they are working, it's because the company that they work for is actually able to hold those uh, employees." They don't want to cut them loose now because then they have to do rehires and cost them more money. So they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Now,
right now is a good time to put yourself in a position to study and get certified to get I want not enough time for a degree. You can't really do that from home because a lot of the I mean you could probably try. My mom called me today, told me that Channel Seven was uh promoting that I believe schools are doing free courses online. I don't know how true all that like I don't wanna say that wasn't true. It, it's I don't know how um beneficial that would be. I'm always skeptical when they say free stuff. However, spend a hundred dollars on some books that get you to you get certification that next level up to your uh certificate uh, your degree or your um sorry why did I say degree uh your uh, position at work if if you if you I guarantee you and, and I am a manager I am a director uh and if my technicians come back after a few months of being laid off and uh and my guys aren't completely laid off they're kind of protecting them a little bit um but if they come back and say uh open doors open again we're, we're doing all this stuff and they come back and say hey um well um i got certified right i took the, those those months uh to get certified or they come back and then a month after they come back and we're working and like, oh, i got certified but like, what that's awesome right um, I would do my best to keep that person, reg- like, make sure they don't leave, right? Uh, after the review or whenever to meet their demands, if they're if reasonable, right? Because for me, that somebody who took initiative and they actually enjoy the work to the fact that took it home and 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 studied and whether or not, even if I'm a that dick boss, right? Cause some of you have dick ass dick bosses it's just like this guy's an asshole this this woman she's an asshole like she's she's not cool um she doesn't help me out she's only learning for herself and i mean i've been part of that before and i'm very conscious to never be that type of um boss right uh leader but there's some of you still dealing with some of those um unfortunate uh, managers but hey, you know what i guarantee you that there's other jobs out there once the economy goes back and everyone starts working again, you get certified and you come back and you're like, yeah, I got this. Like, yeah, I don't care. Okay. I know someone that does Amazon, Google, right? <laughs> um, the, the, the company that has a thousand more employees than you have right now. And they're actually willing to pay me more and they actually have some reasonable bosses there aren't complete assholes <laughs> so they care so i'm actually gonna take that offer right uh that's how i always approach it every single time oh you don't care okay great let me just go spend an hour in indeed real quick and then boom a week later i get invited to numerous interviews <laughs> like it's it's not you know they'll fire you just as quickly as they'll promote you right in my opinion um so always Always, always, always look for what's in your best, your best interest, and always keep moving forward. Um, for me, my first experience was that, uh, and I believe I spoke about this before, but my first manager told me that I would never make enough money um, to pay off the, to make the laptop that I purchased worth it. I spent about nine hundred dollars on my laptop; it was used. Uh, it's a Dell XPS 13, 
think it was a 94 or 56, something like that. I think that's the model. Um, I still have it to this day. It's now a Scent OS box. Just converted it over. Uh, I got a, my, my mommy <laughs> got me a, a Surface, um, Windows Surface um, 2. Uh, and uh, I replaced it with that. I was like, okay, cool. And I'm also building a workstation. So the reason I was holding off, I was keeping my XPS. And then my mom surprised me with the laptop was that I was actually building up my uh, computer. And then so that way I can have a editing station and a, um, um, I was going to use um, BM workstation to set up a bunch of labs. Because actually every time I spin up labs on my XPS, I kind of like, blow up my uh, laptop have to shut it down and all that stuff so uh, i cannot um screen capture edit and then create labs all at the same time so i'm actually going to do all of that on my desktop that i'm designing so um so stay tuned for that i'm actually buying the parts slowly uh now with this pandemic kind of slowed down on that i spent some money on prepping <laughs> but um yeah so uh I still have that XPS when I first got into my IT job, uh, first IT job. And I was like, man, really? Right? I, I remember her telling me that. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, fuck, maybe. But I stayed true. Like, you know what? I ignored people from when I first got my, started going to Dubai. Um, and it paid off. I'm here now. I'm not moving boxes anymore. Um, I'm going to just stay true and keep studying and keep persevering and fuck whoever telling me negative shit. And man... Um, that laptop has gone through me some some shit, man. And um, I have paid um, it. I don't know ten hundred times over <laughs> from where I am now, from where I started about six seven years ago. So uh, keep pushing, keep studying. Um, and what I recommended was, I think I I did definitely speak about this uh, yesterday was uh, security and cloud. Um, one of my technicians already has OSCP, so I recommended CCNA. Um, the other one has an A+. I recommended uh, AWS or Azure. I think he's taking AWS. I recommended for me, I recommend, I should actually talk about it a separate podcast, AWS versus Azure. Um, the reason I'm kind of hesitant a little bit because I honestly don't know much about Azure. Azure, but just by looking at... Uh, Indeed posts, uh, AWS is more like Cisco, like enterprise. You see lower level people asking for AWS, lower level uh, companies uh, when they're running cloud, but, and as well as enterprise, like Google and all them, AWS. But when it comes to lower end stuff and very specific, Azure. So if you like, Somebody's running an Azure environment, they're very, very Azure heavy. Um, person is AWS is very generic. Um, I prefer AWS is generic because that means that they're doing a lot of stuff in cloud and they want you to kind of know a lot. Um, those are the jobs that get you the more experience. Those are the jobs that will eventually pay more money. As you know, not that particular job, but over time is how you actually build your resume up. You don't want a job that's like, heavy on one thing and then all of a sudden you're five five years deep into it and you're like fuck i'm stuck 
for me, my resume, I've once uh, been told, well, I've recently been told more of a full stack engineer. And I've only ever seen that reference to a software, um, a reference to software. Uh, now, uh, when somebody refers to systems and networking engineering and both sides, it's full stack also. I was like, what? And I was like, that's a new thing for me. I never heard that before. Um, but uh, in the past year or two, uh, my resume has really been, you can kind of, I've heard a recruiter also tell me this, you kind of both system engineering, network engineering, and administrator on both sides. I'm like, yeah, like. I've done a lot of different types of stuff, of um, projects that give me that title. Um, I'm more of a network engineer, though, just because of my experience with it and what I've actually done with networks, opposed to uh, system engineering where, and honestly, it's, none of it was textbook. All of it was uh, experience, physical experience. Except for the fact that I've I've studied what an Active Directory is, and I know how to add a user and remove a user in both Linux and Active Directory Windows. So those are only experience that I have in class for um, systems um, and networking. Didn't really cover that um, or network courses at the Bri at least. So um, I, I always prefer the well-rounded right because you can go from a system job to a networking job to another one whatever and then this job you don't like it because your boss cussed you out that one time and you've been there for two years three years and then you're like you know what i'm out of here and go into a networking job do that a little bit and go and do a system job do that a little bit uh engineering roles and administrative roles just depends right um i, I like that versatility i don't like to pigeonhole myself I personally won't be a guy ever to dedicate all my life to one specific company um, that I don't own, right? And I suggest everyone to do that as well. If you don't own the company, then pff, don't uh, pigeonhole yourself and commit career suicide is what I'm saying. That work, work your ass off, though, for that company. Hell yeah. I work out, work my ass off on every single company that I work for. Um, the times that it didn't work out was because I was wanting to work harder and do more. And it's actually a negative in some of the people's eyes, right? They want to do less, milk it a little bit. And those are, those are the companies where I raise eyebrows on people where it's just like, they gave me that look say, hey, what are you, what are you doing? Like, we, the bar is set. Don't make it higher. Like, Relax. Um, that, that's an actual thing sometimes, especially in our uh, trade, just because it's like a mechanic who normally the normal pace is that, you know, everyone goes in, it takes about, you know, it, it takes an, an hour to do something, right? And then um, this is exaggeration. It takes 45 minutes to do an oil change. And you go and do two two cars, two oil changes um, in 15 minutes, right? I, I don't I don't know how possible it is, but I'm being very dramatic to set a point here. As you do two and 15 minutes, it one, one, and everyone else is in 45 minutes, and all of a sudden, it's like, bro, like, what are you doing? You're fucking up the situation here, right? So that's kind of what I do, um, and not on purpose. It's just because I'm like, hey, like, I'm very efficient. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's do it um, because I'm actually trying to develop. I'm actually trying to do more uh, as a person, as a professional, 
and I don't have time to kind of like waste my time because uh, I shouldn't be here if that's the case, right? So, uh, and some of the jobs, right? My uh, two jobs ago, that was the case, uh, and it was a good fit. So, the best thing in my life, uh, nothing but success since then. Uh, but, but yeah, it, it, it always continue developing, challenging. The more and more uh, challenges you put in front of yourself, the more outcomes you get. Not right away, right? I didn't see a lot of uh, return until recently, <laughs> until the past about year. Since I got let go, since I got fired, my career has skyrocketed. It was a rough climb there for a while. Um, and then since I got let go, fired, my career just exploded. Nothing but the top. Just boom, eye up there. Um, and nothing. Better job, better job after better job, better opportunity after better opportunity. More skills have developed. I have just grown tremendously um, and just put into a situation where it's like do or die. And um, and there's no way I was dying. <laughs> so I just did all kinds of shit. Um, and it's been amazing. It's been an amazing road. So uh, um, I think I'm going to end with that. Um, but again, during this time, even if you got let go, man, if I got let go now... Um, it will suck. It will definitely suck. I'll be real scared. However, I'll bury myself in the CCMP book and guarantee that the fact that when I get out, when everyone starts hiring again, I'll be able to say that I'll, I'll that I took this test and I passed it. Right? My plan would be if I get let's play this game real quick. If I get let go now, in one month from now, I'm hoping. By the time everything is hired, I'll be ready for the CCMP. I'll take the test, at least took Encore, and we would put that on my resume that I completed the Encore exam. And then on my cover letter, on every application that I put in, will be a description of how I went through the coronavirus um, pandemic and how the CCMP distracted, helped me distract it. That's how you sell yourself. Right, no matter what situation you put yourself in, it's up to you to get yourself out of it. No one's gonna do it for you. No one's gonna take mercy on you. The market doesn't care whether or not you had a bad time. Right, um, you and thousands and millions of people are having a bad time. What set you apart? And during this time, that's where it is. So if you got let go, and you're a uh, technician, help desk guy, or something, come back with a vengeance. And get that certification. Some of these certifications, lower level ones, the CCMPs are three hundred dollars. Some of the CC, like when I took the first part of the CCNA, it was one fifty. That's hundred percent reasonable, even if you're unemployed, because uh, if you get laid off during this time, you get unemployment, and yeah, save hundred hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks for that low level certification. That next level up, or even on a higher level, you got time obviously to save. <laughs> Not like you're spending anything. Cancel your streaming stuff. Upset your girlfriend or boyfriend for a little while. And cancel some of those streaming stuff. And put yourself in a book. Hit yourself at a higher level. So that way, next time, you don't get laid off because you're that valuable, right? That's all it is. It's a game of who's more valuable. 
so that way you can feed your family um, and yourself. So I went with that. Uh, don't let anything right now discourage you. Just allow it to encourage you. So I really appreciate your time listening here. Um, and that it's supposed to be kind of a wind down conversation, but I'm kind of pumped up now. I actually want to read one more chapter, but no, I think we'll, uh, turn in, finish my tea and, uh, again, I really appreciate it. Go ahead and take a look at, um, take a listen and read up some of the posts that I've, uh, put up in the past from the itblog.info and, uh, let me know, uh, share, subscribe. Um, we're on uh, Stitcher. We're on uh, Spotify. And soon to be on Twitch and uh, YouTube. I'm on Twitter as well. So the IT blog, everything's IT blog. So just look that up. Look up my name, uh, Jose Rene Alvarado as well. Jose Alvarado. And, uh, and you'll you'll find me. So I really appreciate you guys. This is a episode wrapping up of episode two of Tech Talk and all of the tea. Thank you very much. Have a good night, you guys. Peace.